0: Everybody goes through hard times um, in their marriage, and how God can use that. And in the healing process of that marriage, of, of that brokenness, forgive me, our marriage can be made stronger.
1: Hey, I'm Rusty.
0: And I'm Heather.
1: And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast.
0: We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages. And begin the process of restoration to broken marriages.
1: We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. We're back with another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant coming to you all the way from Clinton, Mississippi. Yes!
0: And on Mother's Day,
1: it is Mother's Day. If you're listening,
0: oh no, nobody's gonna listen today
1: because no. it's I Mother's Day so weird when we relate it to like a certain time oh, or a day shouldn't. because I mean, people listen to these things you know sure we'll get new listeners six months from now and they're gonna go back and be like it ain't mother's day yeah
0: it doesn't matter i listened to a sermon um not too long ago like literally a few weeks ago it was a christmas sermon it doesn't matter
1: okay well happy mother's day to all you mothers and you may be listening to this next year (laughs) on mother's day actual mother's day so but happy mother's day to you thank you Because you are the mother of my children.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Yep. Thank you. So, yep. Go. You. So you're in charge of this. I
0: am in charge of this. So it is very rare. If you've listened to us for a while, you know it is very rare that I come up with what we're talking about. Um, Rusty's amazing at kind of outlining and saying, let's hit these points, and then we just kind of talk. Well, um, just if you listened last week, you know that um, we had an eventful um, Sunday last week. We always record these on Sunday nights, and last week we were in Destin, and just to very briefly recap, we were at an eight o'clock game for our 15-year-old, and about 10-15 minutes in, while we were in destin um he fell, broke his collarbone um and we knew immediately he was broken took off to the er they said he needed surgery but we had to come back to jackson to do that they weren't going to do it there anyway so we drive all the way back to jackson which is how far five Five hours Uh and every bump he felt so that was miserable got back was going to see the orthopedic doctor on tuesday um, with the intention of having surgery on Wednesday. Well, we went to the doctor Tuesday and he was like, We're doing this thing today. So, praise the Lord. Tuesday afternoon, um, Logan had surgery. They put in a plate and some screws and he um, is feeling much, much better. Well, we were just kind of um, discussing that um, this week and with him, just trying to get his heart. Okay with, you know, with an injury and what God might um, be up to and what how he might use it in his life, and then also just preparing him for. The next few months of being off from playing um, things that he and playing soccer and um, running, which he really, really enjoys. And we were just kind of talking through all that. And it came to my mind, and this is not going to be a surprise to anybody listening, because everybody has heard that once you break a bone, that it grows back when it fuses back, it's even stronger than it was before. Well, obviously his collarbone is going to be stronger than it was before because it has a plate and several screws in it that are keeping it um, secure. And, and of course, the bone will reform and it will be stronger. And we started talking about how um, that has been the, the picture of our marriage specifically. And then I know so many marriages um, that are out there because we've heard from them. We've heard from listeners who, um, have been through a break in their marriage, have been through a hard, um, a brokenness, um, in their marriage, you know, and it doesn't have to be our story. Um, it can be something different. You know, we've talked about, um, infidelity of course, or the loss of a child, or, you know, you're so good at making, um, it relevant to everybody, but everybody goes through hard times, um, in their marriage and how God can use that. And in the healing process of that marriage of, of that brokenness, forgive me, our marriage can be made stronger and than it was before. And we have talked and, and even had some, um, controversy around that around that subject that some listeners did not think that that's possible that our marriage could be stronger now than it was before um, the brokenness happened and so you know of course we were like oh that's that's a beautiful example um, of what our marriage has been because we've just walked through that with our son and it's just it was just a sweet reminder well in that we're um, you know just kind of revisiting Visiting and re talking about, um, bra- you know, injuries that we've had that um, our oldest son Luke has had and what God's done through that. And, and you know, we were just joking around about, you know, I broke my arm when I was young, and I was telling the story around that. And, and, um, and gosh, Rusty, it just reminded me of, um, a beautiful example of that you've told before. And I said, you have got to to share that um, story with our listeners, because yes, it's a powerful image of a broken bone becoming um, um, stronger, but one of your stories (laughs) of injury um, is just an amazing picture that I think applies to every single listener that we have.
1: Well, you teed me up.
0: Yeah, I see what you did there. That's funny because that's <laughs> the
1: story I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell. Is about T-ball. <laughs> okay, so this was this is this has been one of my go-to stories for a long, long time. But none
0: of our listeners have heard it.
1: Probably not. Um, but uh, yeah, you asked me today to share the story. I was like, oh my gosh, it, it has it. It's been a minute since I've mm-hmm. since I've thought about this. But um, I remember uh, when I was. A little kid, probably gosh, five, six, seven, I don't know, somewhere around in there. And you know, back in the day we actually used to play outside. <laughs> um yeah. That's a that's kind of a, a a different thing from the generation that goes on now. But we uh we had lots of neighborhood games and there was this big field across the street from my house and we would go over there and we would play soccer and baseball and football and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, kind of reminds you of the movie Sandlot a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, one year for my birthday, I had gotten a t-ball stand and so I guess I was just getting into T-ball. Um, and and so my parents gave me this T-ball stand. And the first thing I did was go walk around the neighborhood and try to find all my neighborhood friends to play T-ball. I didn't go ask you. Mm-hmm. You were a neighborhood friend, kind of, <laughs> but I didn't ask you to play. Uh, but my neighbor across the street, um, he was able to he, you know, of course, he was excited and wanted to come play, but nobody else would play. We couldn't find anybody, so it was just the two of us. So we went to play a little one-on-one t-ball, uh, which, yeah, that's interesting in itself. And so basically, uh, we had the bases set up, we had the t-ball stand set up, and we were just smashing the baseball and so we would smash the baseball and run around the bases and while the person was running around the bases the other one would run and go get the ball and try to get back before they touched home plate or whatever so something like that and uh the friend that I was playing with was just bigger than me and so like he was like I've always been a small guy but he was smashing the ball and I wasn't even getting a chance to to play on my own t-ball stand he was smashing the ball and I was my little legs just kept running after the ball and he was running around the bases over and over again and I just kept chasing the balls and trying to run back and I never could catch him and get back in time I was so incredibly frustrated with the whole thing. And then he kind of started, you know, dancing around, making fun of me a little bit as he was going around the bases. And so he steps up to hit it again, and, you know, I'm just so frustrated at this point. He smashes a ball, and and I'm like, well, here I go again. And he's kind of laughing as he runs to first base. And, and I had my hat on and didn't really know how to express my frustration as a as a young child at the time, so I, I I just grabbed my hat and I just threw it on the ground and I was like, I refuse to go and chase another baseball. And I was bending down to pick up my hat as he's running around, he's rounding first and going to second and and I look down at my hat and there's another baseball that's just sitting right beside my hat. So I reach down, you know, real sneaky and I and just in kind of one motion I put the baseball inside the hat as I'm picking up the hat. And so as he's rounding second, he goes to third. And as he's rounding third, going to home, I was like, this is my chance. (laughs) And so I reared back with that, with that hat. And as hard as I could, the ball was inside the hat and I threw the hat and it was probably the best throw of my life. And (laughs) I, I nailed him right in the face and he dropped it was incredible. And so he <laughs> dropped to the ground, he's wallering on the ground, and I'm thinking, What a shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I might have killed my friend. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, I'm about to be in some serious trouble. And so he jumps up and he runs home. And so the whole time I'm sitting here going, What am I gonna do? I'm fixing to get mm-hmm. in some big time trouble. I mean first of all, it might be really, really hurt. And then I'm like, well, I got to come up with a story. And so, you know, in in my, you know, little small mind and, you know, being a kid, I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty easy to get out of. I'm just going to say I threw my hat at him and had no idea there was no a idea. baseball in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to believe Everybody. that. <laughs> yep. So I go and I'm like, I got to go, you know, check on him. So I go across the street, knock on the door and of course his mom comes to the door and I'm like oh my goodness and I, I you know held my head in shame I was very uh, I, was, I was, scared I was I was, d- it was, disappointed in myself but I was like you know trying to get the story straight in my mind all that kind of stuff and so I'm just like looking down at my feet and I'm like oh you know and I and I asked for my friend if he's there and, and so she does not really say anything the mom didn't say anything she just kind of goes back to the back and I'm like well she's going to get him and so I hear the footsteps coming and so I'm like, well, you know, I got to I gotta confront and face this. And so I lift up my head, and oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I saw him for the first time, it literally looked like a baseball was growing out of his <laughs> eye. So I had to <laughs> hit him right in the eye. And if you've ever been hit with a baseball, you know, it swells up, obviously. Got a big old bruise, kind of black and blue. But the coolest thing was you could literally see the seams of the baseball um, on his face, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is really cool." Um, but you know, I apologized. I kind of fed him the bull story about the. And I don't know. I'm sure they didn't take it, but whatever. Everything was fine. But I just, you know, the whole the whole story. The coolest thing was how his head looked. You know, and the the baseball looked like it was literally growing out of his face. And you know, I, I thought about that a lot afterwards because. The next day, when he went to school, you know, nobody really had to ask him, like, what happened to you? Like, it was kind of like you would walk up to him and be like, oh, dude, you got hit with a baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very obvious yeah. because you could see it. It was coming out of him and you could see the seams. Um, and that story just always stuck with me. And I know that you wanted to tie it in with what you're wanting to talk about, but and that's why you asked me to share the story. Mm-hmm. So, there's the story. That's the famous story. And there I have, la- I have teed it up for you now. <laughs> I've teed it back up for you.
0: Well, you know, every time I um, think about that story and hear you tell that story, and of course the reason why I wanted you to say it is because for me it is just a, um, a beautiful picture and such a sweet reminder of what we should look like um, when other people look at us. Um, you know, when you looked at your friend and people at school looked at him and you said there was no doubt, it's not like they said, dude, did a basketball hit you or a football? It was obviously a baseball because of the seams and, and, and it was obvious and I think and I pray and I cry out to God all the time on our behalf and on the behalf of our listeners who are going through um, marriage renewal is, is that when people look at us, when they look at our story, when they pass by, when they hear our voice, that there's no question um, that we're in love with Jesus. And I think that that is just my prayer for us today. Um, of course, with it being Mother's Day, probably not Mother's Day when you're listening, but um, with it being Mother's Day, it's been on my heart a lot, just my children um, see Christ in me. Um, in our in our marriage that, you know, <laughs> something silly happened today in our marriage and Logan was like, oh my gosh, y'all are just so weird. Um, of course, it was, you know, um PDA, you know, it was getting on his nerves because we were we were being affectionate towards each other and and I just think but in that, as much as we were laughing about it and joking, he knows that we love each other. And 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 I hope that he sees Christ's love um um through us and through our marriage. And and you know, there's so much hurt out there there are listeners that we're listening to that are thinking i'm in that broken bone phase I'm you know we're in the brokenness part we are hurting but then there's people um you know we uh, communicated with a couple this week that God has just restored in such a powerful way and she was saying how she could just see a difference in her husband that he used to be so hardened and now he's just so tender towards the Lord and his heart is just such a heart um Um, That is not a heart of stone anymore, but a heart that God has just softened. And when people see him, I mean, even if nobody else, um, which I do not think this is the case, but even if nobody else in his circle or in his community of people or in his family sees Christ in him, his wife does. And that's huge. Um, she can look at him and know that he has been touched by Jesus and that his heart has is not hard anymore. And so that is, that's just was my challenge um, for this week is for um, for people to look at your ma- marriage with whether you've been through a brokenness or not. Um, do people look at your marriage um, and see? um, Jesus when they look, um, at you, at your spouse, um, at how y'all walk out, um, marriage together? Is it something that is obvious? People don't have to wonder what it is that's different about you, that they know that it's Jesus.
1: You know, going back to just what you were talking about when we first started, you know, the injury, we've gone through good grief. We've gone through so many injuries. I mean, both of our boys play sports. We both grew up playing sports. You know, we've had surgeries. You've had a gazillion surgeries (laughs) because you went through cancer. And, you know, it's, um, I mean, I think it's very safe to say that you can look at every one of our injuries, every one of our surgeries, and all of us, all four of us have come back stronger Mm -hmm. um particularly in the area that was injured you know Mm -hmm. it just comes back stronger it takes time it takes a lot of time in some cases but but it takes time and but it but we've come back stronger but so much of that has just been kind of our mentality um Because a lot of people don't do that. I mean, they Mm -hmm. get injured and they just kind of, well, that's it, Mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of, that's, you know, I'll just, I'll get it back to where it's functioning and Mm -hmm. I can manage and I can deal with it. um, But, you know, I'm not really that interested in coming back stronger and I I just think that for all four of us and the things that we've been through in our life, we've just always come back so much stronger. You know, even on the ride home a while ago, you know, Logan said something about um, about not missing soccer practice. I mean, he's, what, th- three days out of, four days out of surgery or something? He's like, well, I'm going to go to soccer. Obviously, he's not going to play. But he's like, because that's just how I was raised, you know. That's how y'all. and And, like, I think about that, just how... We, every, you know, um, hard thing that's come along our way, we've, we've fought through it. So I say all that because there's a lot of, um, marriages, like you said out there that are injured right Mm -hmm. now. They're Mm -hmm. injured, they're broken, just like a, like a broken bone. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, this is the opportunity to allow God to do surgery Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, you know, surgery, while it's, it is scary. I mean, there's, there's risks involved Mm -hmm. in surgery Mm -hmm. and, you know, when your marriage gets injured, yeah, there's some, I mean, there's some tough stuff you're going to have to walk through. Um, but if you allow God to do the surgery on your marriage, it's going to come back stronger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you started off by talking about just how when you have a broken bone and it grows back, it grows back stronger. And like, sometimes God just needs to, I mean, we just need to allow God to have that opportunity to break us, to mold us, and then Mm -hmm. to do the surgery to where we come back even stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I say all that because the people that are out there and they just, I mean, we've talked to people even this week that, I, I mean, the stuff that they're going through, Like it seems so incredibly hopeless when you're going through it. It But if you, you know, if you allow God to start doing that work, then you can come back stronger and you can come back to where you can be that picture, like you're talking about, that picture that people need to see of, man, Jesus can work miracles and Jesus can do things that can grow us and make us stronger and make our marriage stronger. So I think it's a great word. I mean, just, um, you know, the stuff that we have dealt with, and I know a lot of times we do come on here and we share from personal things and our heart and things that are going on like right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that there's people out there that deal with this, the same stuff and they just need to hear it and hear it from, um, from us as a word of encouragement. So, um, you, you have the last word. You were the one that, uh, that chose this, uh, (laughs) this topic. So
0: you always wrap
1: up so beautifully.
0: Well, I would, I would just say as a wrap up, just as you go this week, um, what is an area that you can allow, um, just, I mean, how can you allow God to break you if you need, um, to be molded into something new? How can you, um, look at the life that you are leading and the as you walk with your spouse in marriage and say, how are we, um, how are we how is our life going in a way that that people can see Jesus is there something about us that's different are we honoring Christ in in our marriage and just be encouraged that that um he wants to use us um he wants to we um our pastor talked um a couple of weeks ago about how we are um, his plan a <laughs> like we are who he wants to use to show others um Jesus, and are we doing that well
1: so I actually just in thinking through that, this will be the kind of the wrap up but I do actually have just a challenge, like I would say. Um, you know, if you're listening to this and you just, um, you're like, what do I do with this? You know, what do I do with the, these words? Okay. You know, thanks for the encouragement. But what I would say is just this week, I mean, as you're listening to this, just choose one thing in your marriage, like just pick out one thing that you feel like, man, I need to let God do some surgery in that, in that one area. Um, And, I mean, it could be anything. It could be... The words, your tone of voice, you know, the things that you say to your spouse, are you building your spouse up? Do you tear your spouse down? Are you being lazy? Are you not helping? Are you not being a companion? You know, whatever it is that, you know, for you, there's something that you need to just say, God, I need you to do some surgery in that area because it, it needs to grow back stronger. <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm falling short in this area or our marriage together, we're falling short in this area and so um i I, that would be my challenge is just to identify one thing this week and just say god i'm turning it over to you i'm letting you do the surgery um you know if we all did that like one thing a week Mm -hmm. (laughs) boy wouldn't our marriages be so much better um but uh thank you for leading us in that word today um and uh we'll uh, see you guys next time. Um, want to remind you, if you haven't already, make sure you follow our, our uh, podcast on whatever platform you listen to. And leave us a honest rating and review because uh, it really does help us out. Um, check out our website when you get a chance. Sign up for our email list. Uh, we got a lot of cool things that we like to offer through that. So um, until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you.